Hello and welcome to the Papoos and Mirage show. This is actually the first episode. Uh, this is a brand new show um, that is made by Papoos and I am Mirage. You probably know us by names on Twitter. So this is kind of brand new. It's a brand new feeling to us. But this show is going to be mainly Manchester United. It's going to be United based. We'll have a little bit and parts from other teams and sometimes we'll reach out to other people from other teams to tell us what they thought. But it's mostly and mainly going to be focused on Manchester United. So, Papus, are you ready? What do you think? Are you excited? I'm excited, especially when we think about this new season. It's a frustrating one since it's game week two but i'm excited for what the season brings big teams liverpool my united uh, but <laughs> chelsea yeah <laughs> chelsea has a good transfer so yeah i'm excited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well are you excited about manchester united we have the potential potential to be a big team again but I at the moment I don't I don't know how to articulate it but we are still a big team kind of <laughs> <laughs> and since this is our first episode um there are things that we are trying to inculcate into our show to make it much more fan friendly so we're trying to think of ways to involve our fans so we'll be having certain segments like fan zone where we hear what our fans think Sometimes we'll probably have a call-in section, have people call in and tell us what they think. But yes, let's go right to business. Match week two, Manchester United versus Crystal Palace. (laughs) It's something we all didn't expect, especially when you see from the side of the formation that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, put out. First of all, my first problem was with Timothy Fossi Mensa playing the right back and also having Matomine starting over Matic um, and then playing Dan James over Greenwood. Yeah, we know Greenwood has been all over the media this few um, few weeks, but mm-hmm. I feel he, he should have started the game over Dan James. Dan James... I don't know why he started. Technically, Flash. yeah. Technically, I don't like anything about him. He's not that good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's still in the bubble that he has just moved to United. It's over a season. He should get over it. Um, or I feel, I don't know. I feel the team is bigger than him. He's not in the championship, so he shouldn't be playing like a championship player. He should be matured enough, you know, the pick run, it's not working, you know. He needs to find an alternative way of playing, be inclusive in the team. I don't know. Anything he does, I, I don't know. What That was the formation. I really didn't like it. Um, And then going on in the game, everybody, there was like less morale in the, in the game. Mm-hmm. People were not involved. The only player or defender that... Who, who said it? Was it Patrice Evra during the post-match? Or Gary Neville said that the only defender in the team was um, Bruno Fernandes, who was able to 
track back to get the ball from the defensive side and start attacking. I don't know, the whole team's looked down. Matomine at some point was looking good, but still out of shape. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was because we didn't have a preseason or it's because of this whole coronavirus and we not getting our full mood. But if we ended the season on a high note, we should pick up from where we left off. True. And the way we, we, we played, no. Crystal Palace had more more advantage over us. Yes, we know they were sitting deep they really sat deep. If you look at it, we we will pass around. We can play the ball in our side for 20 minutes without them touching it. It wasn't their problem. Their problem was... Not allowing us to find the spaces. Yes, their problem was us not getting behind their defense. And they did solid. If you look at Koyate, he had a good game. Koyate did really have a good game. Um, Jeffrey Schlopp also had a good game. An amazing um, game. Yeah, Jeffrey Schlopp really did well. Um... And then Sako at the back also did a good game, like had a good game. And then Guetta in the post, yes, we 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 were not even given the opportunity to shoot. So Guetta also had a good game, just being relaxed. The shots that came to him were not even dangerous. The ones from Pogba, yeah, it wasn't dangerous. It wasn't threatening. He just could. It's just like a training uh, match for him. But yes, we got all wrong from the formation from the right side this shows that we really need to do something concerning our transfers that's true so we're going to start you just gave a bit of it like that so many things that literally went wrong yep so um i think for the selection it says the explanation they gave was um one bisaka only returned to training this week which is why Fosumensa is in um, James performed well at Villa, a bit from the left. Van der Beek is just unfortunate not to start. This was from Samuel Lakas from Manchester Evening News. But, I mean, the tactics. I feel Pogba should not have played. He just got back from, he just got better from coronavirus. And anyone who's had coronavirus knows that feeling of tiredness and weakness that comes, it comes with months it. after you've been you healed you know yeah. uh, the tactics the starting level question mark i don't know if if he was trying to play a defensive game or something then he should have played mctominay and then matic or van de beek or fred but why are we playing defensive against crystal palace exactly <laughs> you know now Crystal Palace have come like they've visited Old Trafford in the past two um, seasons. Three seasons. Three seasons. And they, they, they haven't lost the game. They haven't lost the game. It's either they win or they, or they draw. And we find it so hard to beat Crystal Palace in our own home. And it's very appalling if you look at it that way. If we are supposed to finish this game from the start, the first defensive error came from Lindelof. He should have blocked that shop, um, that cross from Schlop from going through to Townsend. Mm-hmm. If you analyze that ball well, very well, when it was kicked from Schlop to Townsend, he he Lendelof was supposed to block it. He didn't block it. Yes. And when you look at Shaw, Shaw was supposed to be ahead of Maguire to cover that side. He didn't. So it was left with Townsend to just put it in. Is it if a, you look at Maguire too, Maguire goal? was supposed to be at at a good 
position to stop that ball. If it had passed Lindelof, he was supposed to be in a good position to clear it out. With the first goal, do you think it's a situation of Shaw and Maguire felt Lindelof will handle it? Because in the first place, uh, Schlupp is not, he's not a speedster. He's not running against Zaha. So, um, Schlupp should not get ahead of you. Secondly, that cross wasn't a hard cross. Lindelof could have just stretched out his leg, sent the ball to corner. Simple. Is there a situation of Shaw and Maguire never thought the ball would come the other way? Yes, they. I feel they gave um, their all mind was Lindelof will clear this. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be a big deal. So we are just covering up. But the fact that Schlop beat Lindelof, that was where the problem started. Because it was because, a two on three. Yeah, it's because just, we were not expecting it yeah. to come to them, to them. And then if you look at Digger, Digger wasn't also looking for the ball to, to come to Townsend but I know it's football you should you should expect anything to happen but DJ he never comes out of his he never comes out to oh. grab a ball like those crosses would yeah. never come across in front of an Allison or Edison goal True. they would definitely dive onto the ball that that cross was so tame if DJ had dived onto the ball he could have grabbed it yeah um, I think also every keeper has his um, abilities you know they are where they are good at. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, I don't think Digia is a keeper who would prefer coming out. Mm-hmm. He's very cautious with crosses. We've seen that ever since we signed him. Mm-hmm. He's not the Edison who will come out to punch. He's not Casillas, Van de Sar, all those legend keepers. He's not like them. He's very cautious with crosses. But when it comes to feet, when it comes to acrobatics, He's good at it. Like where you think the moment you think you've you've scored, that is where he pulls out the magic. He's quick. He's yeah, quick. yeah. He he's has quick, quick reflexes. Yeah. He's he's very quick in ref, um, with his re- reflexes. But there are certain balls you expect to get at his caliber. You know he should he should get it, and that was where uh, everything went off. I feel Linda Love. Was was the problem with that ball? He should <laughs> yeah. have cleared that and, ball. And think about it. Um, Sevilla's first first goal against us, Susu's goal, Europa League semi final. Same ball. Same Regalon ball. went down the line, hit the cross. Um, Williams was in short position this time. William did not stop the ball. Susu scored. Very easy. It's the same. same and this is where I don't ball. get some people who are complaining that Shaw is back. So why do we need a left back? You see, if we had gotten. Regulon, this would have been good. You know, it would have been a good thing for us. But at this moment, I'm saying that we we need to find an alternative to certain people in, in, in the team. We can't play, if we are going for the league, no. We can't play a combination of Lindelof and Maguire as our defensive pair. It's it's a total flawless. Like, the, the, we, we don't stand a chance of defending against the top three forwards of Liverpool, we can't defend against Salah, Mane, Firmino. We can't defend against um, Aguero. Even just Aguero alone and then Kevin De Bruyne playing those his passes. We, we will falter. Our defence will falter. You know, yesterday, what, what scared me, Aguero, Maguire, um, Crystal Palace had a counter-attack, right? And he had held the position, right? And he stepped forward to trying try to play to, onside. To, to, yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. What at least what I know is when you're defending you you defend the space. 
you defend the space you hold your position you force the player to make a decision because once you step out you make it really easy i don't know i don't know i don't know i feel the one the 80 million tag he's not worth he's it not million. worth it at all harry Maguire is a foot he's a 35 40, 40 million, million max player <laughs> Leicester City just knew how to do their business and then we went for him. I would pick Upamecano, I'll pick um Upamecano is worth 45 million. I'll pick Gomez from Liverpool. I'll pick who? Who else would I pick? <laughs> I'll pick Marquinhos. You know, they are better defenders who can I'll pick Rahul Jimenez from Atletico Atletico Madrid over over Harry Maguire. And I don't know he's not even showing the whole captain of the team business he's very i feel he's very mute on the well back. yeah yeah and 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 that that goes back to Sosha. why did he make maguire captain in his first season because digia started out as a captain and then he took the 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 ban from digia just because of what he said after the newcastle defeat yep. That it's it, you know this is where everything crumbles down. If you 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 just you know every team has a senior player mm-hmm. and there are people with captain abilities. Like you know, I feel Diger yes Diger is in the post, but he still has command over the, his defense line. If you give Diger the captain, I feel he would do a better job, uh, making sure that the back line is very solid. If you give Maguire, Maguire, I don't know. He's just all over the place. You think you giving know? the GR the captain's band would kind of motivate him to work extra harder? Exactly. It will be a way of showing that he'll be an example, a lead. If you look at Casilla, um, Ika Casilla, back in the days in Real Madrid, he had his defense, he had good defenders. He had um, people like who? Sergio Ramos. He had Pepe. These guys are very solid in defense. You know they know what they are doing and having an experienced keeper like Ike Casillas he was able to shout when they know like they do silly mistakes you know they are able to command the back line hey take this do this you know but Digia has has a big responsibility to play as being the number one goalkeeper for Manchester United and at this point he still needs to command the line but I feel if he's the captain there's more responsibility on him and definitely we will get the best gear that we still want. Do you, do you think the GIA is going to stay United's number one or Dean Henderson will come in? I was with this, I would side with um what's his name? Gary Neville. That if you move the gear off now, it will be a team problem. We haven't solved a li- the little problems in our team yet. And you want to take the gear out and bring a Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson has had the best two years of his life in the championship and then in the premier league he's made absolutely absolutely like phenomenal saves he he's established himself but at this point i would say we need the gear still for this season let him do what he has to do for this season and then if it doesn't go well or we feel that dean henderson is the man now dean henderson how many can be, can be into it say if didier makes a mistake today do we replace him with Dean Henderson or do we let him go? How many, what's the max amount of mistakes you feel DGR can make and then he's gone? At this point, we don't need mistakes, you know. I would compare this to DGR's first two seasons in United. I remember when he came, we went to get this Danish keeper, um, Lendegaard. Yeah. Yes, Lendegaard. I remember when Lendegaard came through, it was 
Today, the year is in the post. Tomorrow, Lendergaard. It was a tough decision to, for Alex Ferguson to make. And at the point, it established that the year had to force himself. And when De Gea forced himself, he had his spot. He was not making any mistakes. He was the De Gea we bought, you know. He needed that competition. Mm-hmm. And I feel now, yes, De Gea still has a spot. There are games that Dean Henderson Yeah, I mean, there are keep, cup games, yes, Champions League games. And that will make him have that position of being a competitive keeper for De Gea. So what I'm saying is, in as much as De Gea makes faults, Dean Henderson can utilize those mistakes and then be the next keeper, be the next number one keeper for us. Van der Beek and the goal he scored yesterday mm-hmm. is Pogba at risk of losing his position. Van der Beek had touches, good touches in the game. Quick one-twos. Yeah, quick one-twos, very quick, uh, was able to get spaces very quick. He was able to open up. the. Um, Pogba, at some point, when he gets the ball, it's either he wants to do a skill first or he wants to give a simple pass. Pogba couldn't even pass the ball to... There's, there, was a, there's a, there was a 30 second period where Lucian lost the ball. It came to Pogba. Fernandez was standing right in front of him. He tried to lay it to Fernandez. It was stopped. Fernandez changed back, got the ball, came back to Pogba. He tried passing over to show again. It was blocked. Like... Pogba shouldn't have been in the game yesterday. He wasn't fit mentally, physically. And you could tell when he was substituted, he was excited. He was happy to go sit down. Because everybody was worried when the board came up and Pogba's name comes up, he'll probably put up a fist. But he was just fine. He was probably glad he could just go sit down. You know? Yeah. You know, the I feel he was exhausted at a quicker pace than he expected. Um and then the way um, Crystal Palace also played, it's it's not exciting, mm-hmm. you know. Especially when you you have offensive players in your team like Pogba, uh, Fernandez, people who are creative and they want to do creative things, but the other team is just sitting back. But you can't go through. Does this? Yeah, <laughs> sits back against the every single day, and Bernard picks that pass. That's, he, he lays it right through them. That's that's something that we we you know De Bruyne has established himself in a way that no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the defense is, he has a way of breaking a defense. And look at the striking partners, the wingers he has. You know, De Bruyne can look somewhere else and give a clinical pass to the left winger which was sunny you would hey. give a pass to 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 sterling you know those wingers were pacey you know they they they've improved their games if you look at sterling at liverpool you couldn't have done that but sterling under pep Guardiola at city with De Bruyne, he will give a clinical pass we don't have that we don't have that quick pacey wingers is, is this we, a problem with quality and tactics Yes, quality tactics is a point for uh, it's a major problem for us. Ever since Marcus Rashford got into this ambassadorship, whatever he's doing, he's lost the purpose. He's um, I know he carried a team when we didn't have anyone. He was the main uh, player doing everything. But now that we've got a little bit of 
quality here and there, we are expecting more for him. You know, he's supposed to make cut-ins. Like, he's not doing it, you know. Simple balls, he's supposed to play one, two, and then go through. He's not doing it. If you give that same ball to um, Sterling, he'll do it. Money. Money. You know, even Diego Jota. Sure. Diego Jota, even, like, Son. This Aubameyang. You know, we can name countless wingers who will do the same thing. What is it with Rashford and the the knuckle shots? Because you think as a winger, when he bends in, he's going to put it in the far post, right? He's going to cut in, bend it, cut in, bend it. Why Michael Rashford has tried over a million shots from outside the box, and probably only three of them has scored. He always has the knuckle shots, and it always never even goes sees the four corners of the pool. I don't know what it's 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 the technique he has developed over all this while it's a technique he developed probably when he was young so it's hard to leave that technique and build something else if you look at kevin de Bruyne, that his passes he plays on the ground and the ball doesn't even bounce it's a technique he had developed you know and with with marcus rashford when he cuts inside what i feel is when he cuts inside he can play a one-two with uh bruno fernandez and then later over or with um this kid what's his name Marshall, you know but as soon as he cuts in the first thing he looks is a knuckle shot and it will be best for him if he bends it instead at this point i'll feel that he should be bending ball like there ball. is more space when you bend it than when you hit the first pole yes he, he could he could probably start looking at what um obama young has developed obama young cuts inside and it's a it's a classic goal you know, as soon as he cuts inside, you know it's, he's either going to pass or he's just going for the top right corner. You know, Marshall. And Marshall does this. Yes, Marshall does this. If Marshall picks up on the left and cuts in, we all know he's bending it. Marcus Rashford, Rashford. do that, and then his game will be very simple. I don't know, but these are things that are really hindering the team at the moment. Do you think? And I know we've talked a lot about this game, but do you think? He Rashford hasn't been pulling his weight. Do you think he should be benched? At this point, he needs competition. He should be benched. It will be good for us if um, we get Sancho. If we get Sancho, I feel Mason Greenwood should be ahead of him. And then um, Sancho should be on the right. Or Sancho should be on the left. Mason Greenwood on the right. Oh. And then, since he came out as a center forward, let's try him again back in his natural position with... Um, Marshall. Well, I mean, we could play Marshall on the left, Greenwood on the right, or Sancho on the right, and even and then Igalo Green... in the middle. Yes, we can even we have options. We can. We do have options. We can. Yes, they are not the 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 type of best four. We I mean, had. Igalo won't be our... won't be moving along like Rashford and Marshall does, but. If you cross the ball, Igalo can hit it. Yes. Igalo can chest the ball and hold it up. It gives an outlet to the midfield Wingers and the and goalkeeper and yes. the defenders. Yes. You know, we can we can we we have that option. We can do that. He, we we are missing that force for attackers we used to have back in the days. Back in the 2010s. The Bebatov, Rooney, Ronaldo, um Carlos Tevez. We miss that. You know, we miss that that one. And then we had place. a workaholic in the in the team, Jerry Spark. If you play pack anywhere, pack will, will, will do a good job. Right back, left wing, right wing. And, and, and those know. were the days where our midfielders could pick out the passes. Scholes could pick out the pass. Curry could pick out the pass. Fletcher. If you were going to play Fletcher or Pack or Anderson or Hargreaves, they could always pick out a pass. And so 
we had creativity both in attack and in defense. Currently, we have creativity in sorry, both in attack and the midfield. But currently, we have creativity in the midfield. But the front three, there is no creativity. They are clinical finishers. Greenwood is a clinical finisher. Marshall is, has good records when it comes to finishing. Marsh, uh, Rashford, not really. But they are just not creative players. They, they can't create for themselves. That, that's that's where our problem comes from. And that's where I'm saying we need... If you, you've looked or read from these big journalists in England, in Italy, they've said that this transfer for United was a centre-back, a midfielder, and a right-winger, a right-winger, and a, a centre-forward. Oh, a centre-forward. Yes. I mean, because we literally need to improve the whole yes. team. <laughs> if we get a right-forward, it's good. If we get centre-forward, it gives competition to Martial. Sometimes Martial plays like he, he's not even like wants he's to play. Bothered. I know that Martial FC will come for me, but whatever. Sometimes he's not even like bothered. You know, it's like whatever it is, whatever, I don't care. You know, but he needs competition. If you're gonna do something, you need to give him something to fight for. You know, if he knows that every day he's untouchable, then he's gonna do whatever he wants in the team. He needs to be a team player, not an individual player. You know, at this stage, United really needs to pick up and fix their transfer within these few days. I totally agree. Let's let's hear from our fans. Um, the, let's go to the fans in the fans' segment and hear what they think. And yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of people were really frustrated about the game yesterday, so I wouldn't be surprised at what they had in mind. Yeah, when I was watching the game, I don't know if I should say it was one of those bad days for Manchester United or um, we're lacking um, creativity in the midfield. So I think that game really exposed us. It, it exposed Manchester United. It told them that, oh, we need to sign. They need to sign some players. They need to add two, two or three more players um, to the team. Um, I think they need an attacker, a centre-back, and maybe a left-back. And I believe if they should sign these players, it would help them um, this, this season. But... Nevertheless, it's the first game, and let's see how um, the remaining games would go. But personally, I think Manchester United should sign more players if they really want to um, get better or improve upon improve this season. So, yeah. Thank you, Eugene. So, of course, the Jalen Chancho transfer. What do you think? The deal can still happen, and he's. He's bound to come to United. I think United will spend a hundred and eight million no, pounds. No, you, United is trying to play smart, smart in a way that they are not going to do it now, but they are waiting for the last three days. You know, you have last three days. If you are sitting there and somebody brings one hundred and eight or like ninety five, and then you look at it, and the person you that, look at the time, yeah, you like, look at I'll the time, the and money. then you look at the person, and then you know that next season the person can even go for lesser price. You'll cash out. So Well, would Sancho go for a lesser price next season? Because next season, there will be the market for it. Yeah, and true. Next season, there will be a big market. If United don't get him now, they will never get the kid again in their life. I yeah. promise them. And that will mean that teams like um, Liverpool, Manchester City, 
Um, I don't think he go to Man City because he likes Paris Saint Germain. But Paris yes. Saint Germain, Real no, Madrid, Barcelona, even Barcelona, or even uh, what's their name? I know these people are on form. They might say they don't want him. Um, Bayern. Bayern Munich, but yeah, yeah. but they still can take him. Yeah, you know? but I mean, Dortmund is their feeder club. Exactly. So. <laughs> so they might still take him if United don't get him now. They can never get him. Well, that's why I think with the German situation and the transfer issue in general, I feel our owners want to max out their profits. Yes. And coronavirus cut down their profits. Mm-hmm. And when they wanted to fellow employees, the fans agitated like, no, we're Manchester United, richest club in the world, blah, blah, blah. We can't do that. And so they kept the employees on the payroll, paid them for three months, even though there was no football and they were not necessarily doing anything. The owners see the transfer budget as the only way they can still keep their profits. Yes. And they don't want to spend money because they want to keep that money. That's yes. just how the, I the, see it. The owners are selfish in a way that if we deduct all our money, with our income, everything, we still pay the owners because yeah. of their debts they have in America. They, they, no. We pay off the debt to JP Morgan Chase, of course, yep. one of the banks they took the loan mm-hmm. from. And I mean, that's where Ed Woodward came out from. And we still pay them dividends. Yeah, we still Why do we pay dividends. them and pay their loan? It's, Who does that? I don't know any job in this world where they'll pay your car loan and pay you money. At this point, we just need to find a way and say they should be. And just leave the team alone and then how, how they kick them out that's exactly <laughs> that's the thing we need some shake monsoon from need somewhere to, or we should crowdfund i mean oh, today yeah. someone suggested on twitter i'm like they're a billion united fans let's crowdfund i don't mind putting in a thousand dollars yeah let's crowdfund get let's them get out. as buy, much money buy, as a buy, buy it the out team, buy a share and then kick him out like kick buy them it out. out the glazers and woodward are not doing a good job for us at this point, you know, they're really not doing a good job for us. When it comes to transfers, acquiring new players, the only thing they think of is their pockets and not for the welfare of the club. So that's, that's why we are suffering in getting a player at this moment. If we look at even acquiring Van de Beek, if, if not for Van de Sao, who is a United, former he United it player. for us. Plus, I mean, Madrid yes. wasn't going to exactly. be wearing... If we were competing with Madrid, he would go he to He would Madrid. have gone to Madrid. Madrid wasn't looking at buying players mm-hmm. this season. They said they are bringing out yeah, their boots. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Sancho, he will come. But yeah, confidence. Yes, I'm On a scale of 1 to 10. I am 7. 7. Yes. We've recently been learning that Alex Telles. Do you think we need Alex Telles? I need... We need him. We, we need him so that he gives competition to... The left back, sure, sure. Williams was very offensive. I liked Williams' play, but when it comes to defense, I don't like his defender. So, yes, he will be a good, um, a very good backup or good first choice to United. Okay, people have suggested that if we do get Alastellis, there's no way we're going to bench Alastellis. Exactly, he's 27 million. Sorry, he's 27 years old. He's a Brazilian. He's never going to come to United from Porto where he's like the star man and sit on the bench, no matter what. Does that mean if we're going to get Tellers, we're going to play a three-back? Because with the midfield we have, we currently need to always have a defensive midfielder because our defense is not strong enough. But if we get a three-back, we don't need a defensive midfielder. We can then play Pogba, Bruno, Van der Beek, allow them to express themselves up there. 
because we know that every time the ball comes back, there are three players ready to stop that ball. And Shaw will be the third defender, the left center back that we want, but we don't have money to get. Exactly. You know, when I feel even when we get a left a left back, we still need a center back. I don't trust those two guys. Even you know, one person who has really let me down is Eric Bailey. I don't know what Eric Bailey does with his life. And every day he goes on injured. But if that guy was fit, Lindelof would never play again. Why don't we play Smalling? Obviously, Smalling is better than Lindelof. At this point. And I feel Smalling is You know what? You know what? A joke I saw on Twitter like two days ago or. No, after the game. After the game. Someone said Lindelof and Harry Maguire. Uh, the expensive version of Jones and Smalling. <laughs> <laughs> but which is true if you look at it, very true. But uh, if you said you've you've made a good point, we can actually play my Harry Maguire and Smalling and see. Yeah. If what's Eric the, what's there to lose? lose? Exactly. What's there to lose? We can play them and see what we can do. I mean, think of it this way. So we get Alastalis, we get Jaden Sancho, right? That 108 million price tag literally means if we get him, we're not going to get anybody above 20 million. Exactly. And if, <laughs> if, if, if United is very smart in their business, there are so many people on the market who we can go for, for the price of Jaden Sancho. Yes, Jaden Sancho is young. He has established himself. We don't need someone who is over 25 now, you know, but there are players on, on the market. I can say... Do you, have, do you have anyone in mind that you think we can go get and would give us... I know Danny <laughs> Omo is someone I like from Leipzig. But he, he just came in January. Yes, so, so I don't see him moving. moving. But do you have anyone in mind we could go get that would do what Sancho would do for us? Yes. Who? Benadeski. <laughs> <laughs> you are laughing, but true. Benadeski. <laughs> Or if not for um, this kid, Costa. Costa. Is it Douglas Costa? Douglas Costa, who gets injured, he would have done a good job too. Oh, you know what? Funny enough, we can go for Malcolm. <laughs> True. We can go wait, for Malcolm. Wait, wait, where's Malcolm, right? He's not He's in, in um, Zenit. We can go for Malcolm. He established himself. The whole world saw Malcolm, what he could do. Barcelona, just that the coach didn't know how to use him, and that's why he left. We could, we could. I get, mean, he never really got the opportunity. Yes. We, so like you, we, we've seen the potential of what Malcolm can do. Young Brazilian, he's good with his left foot. He can That's do, very true. That's very true. Certain things we can get him. That's for, an option for a cheaper price. At the most, we will pay for that kid is probably 35, 35 million. We we need to pay thirty five. Malcolm to Zenitsa because we don't take twenty and go. Exactly. So we 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 have option, or we can even look at the Premier League. Premier League. Don't tell me Brooks. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> that kid. Uh, no, no, no. We cannot even buy Brooks. Why would I buy Brooks? He just played some few matches for freaking <laughs> Bournemouth and everybody thought he, he, he was good. Okay. If you have... Okay, let's see. It's hard. It's a hard buy. It's a hard buy. Very hard buy. But if we want it, we should go sign Son. So, <laughs> that's true. If we put... 80 million in front of Tatiana. They will sell our son. They won't ask any questions. They won't stress. If we really want it, let's sign some. They won't stress. Mario would be more than happy to sell some for 80 million and go and buy himself a striker. He desperately needs one. Exactly. But 
do you think we wasted we've put in all our eggs in the Jaden Sancho basket? Because yes. right now, if he doesn't come, we look like idiots. All the fans who spent three months retweeting, talking about Jaden Sancho, we look stupid. And I mean, Ed Woodward will look idiotic. Like he's fine <laughs> with it. He's always looked an idiot anyway, so he's fine with it. But we we'll just look like fools if we yeah. don't get Jaden Sancho. I, I, and at this at this stage, if we don't sign Jaden Sancho. Who else are you gonna say apart from the people I mentioned? I don't know because no. Mason Greenwood, no matter how good he was, cannot play a whole season and he's not, he doesn't have creativity in him. He's a good finisher, but he's not, he, he's, he's not someone who can create out of nothing. You know, the reason why I yearn for Jaden Sancho is because he brings creativity to the front line. We have finishers. Having a creative Liverpool has creativity in their front line and finishers. Salah is not a creative player. He's a finisher. I mean, he, last season he gave more assists than Mane. But Mane is a creative player with his runs, with his distribution. Firmino is not even a finisher. He's just creativity all around. If we can get that creativity in our front line, add it to the creativity in the midfield. I don't mind if we concede six because I know we'll score eight. Exactly. At this point, I just feel we just need to, no matter what, we just need to buy Jadon Sancho. Sancho or bust. <laughs> exactly. If whoever we get who has the creativity to do it, we good. Well, hopefully we buy Telus um, probably tomorrow Tuesday. Yeah, from then... from 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 the news. It's it's bound to happen between Monday, Tuesday, and, and I mean his price is very cheap. We're talking twenty two million euros. That's like eighteen million pounds. Did, did you hear what the rumors was also saying? That they said they wanted thirty. Who wants thirty? Porto said they wanted thirty. United said it would give them twenty two million. Why would we give Porto thirty million for Alistair? You know, <laughs> no, it's, it's it's because you know it's the brand. You know, it's the brand United. We pay has, the United tax. Yes, it's the brand United has 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 become. When United says he wants this, it's true, everybody would we look at add, Diogo Jota. Yep. If we had gone in for Diogo Jota, we they would tell us seventy million. Exactly. But since it's Liverpool, oh, Matt, don't Liverpool have, have just used the, their way of saying that we don't have money, but. If you want your player, we'll get your player. I think we've made it ourselves. You know, we've made so much noise. Richest club in the world, richest club in the world, richest club in the world. And we've started we started competing with Real Madrid about breaking world records. Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from PSG doing it with Lema, the last two or three world records were Madrid Pogba. or United. Mm-hmm. You know, Pogba, uh, Madrid did it with Ronaldo, Bill, and then we did it with Pogba. We are the cause of it. Um, we've we've put money at a way or place where it was not supposed to, and that's why we are suffering from it now. Do you honestly feel COVID has hindered our? Because before the transfer window opened, everybody kept saying because of COVID things are not going to be the same. Blah blah blah. But we seen Chelsea spend almost three hundred million euros. We've seen, which is like almost $350 million. Mm-hmm. We've seen 
um, Liverpool in the last two days spent seventy million, two which is close to like hundred million dollars. They made two great two signings. Great signings. Leeds United are spending money. Aston Villa are spending money. Now, if these teams are spending money, United should explain to me why they and can't. you why they can't spend money. What what did the richest club in the world use their money for? Yeah, it's because of what we are seeing there. The Glazers, they are the cause of all these things. They, they are looking for their profits and they are looking for them paying their loans off. And because of COVID hitting, we are not able to pay off. They are, like we are not gonna give them the profit they were expecting to have. If they were expecting three million, now they are expecting one million because COVID has so by cutting yes, down budget. Down. So yeah, so then they will have to cut the transfer budget for them to make their money. Well, that's the greedy bastards we have to deal with right now, and I feel sad for every United fan. But this is the end of our first episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. Subscribe to our podcast, the Papuza and Mirage podcast. Um, we we literally will try to give you something every time United has a game. Whether it's, we can't do the long 40 minutes like we did today, but we can do short 10 minute sections and stuff just so the fans will be able to, you know, feel like they have someone to relate to it and someone to to talk their mind and um we would also try to find exciting ideas as times goes on mm-hmm. um yep. you know with covid we all have to be innovative so True. we'll come up with innovative ideas as we go on but follow us um what's your twitter handle um official mc brian so yeah official my brian yeah. and my handle is pk mirage underscore ampal underscore Thank you very much. See you later. Bye.